0: Welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Oh, we're back. We're back. Back again. With another Chris decision.
1: <laughs> Is this the first animated film that we've
0: yep. covered? Uh huh. And we've, we've started on a good one, haven't we? <laughs> so, does anyone remember the, uh, the tragedy um, of the Titanic? Uh, a, a historic incident where loads of people died. Um, you know, there was, a, I'm, I'm sure, very very um, heartfelt film made of it um, by James Cameron. Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the story.
1: So, yeah, essentially, in 1912, 1,504 people died in the great tragedy of the Titanic,
0: the sinking of the Titanic. And yeah. I'm um, sure you're all familiar with the happy musical animated film. That makes it look like one big joke. 88
1: years later, we got Titanic The Legend Goes On. Yes. Um, a quite insulting depiction of the Titanic disaster. <laughs> a cheap, shitty cash-in on the success of James Cameron's Titanic. And a... Just a great insult to everyone, I think. Filmmakers, <laughs> film watchers, cinema audiences. Just, yeah. Made by those pesky
0: Italians. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: so the, the Italians have quite a long history of taking success, uh, successful premises. Well, our first like ever those. episode was Alien 2. Alien 2. Um, they did many rip-offs of Jaws. Um, just taking... Something that was successful at the box office, uh, mainly American films, and making their own version of it. Yeah. Um. Nine times out of ten, they were a complete disaster. And well, I
0: mean, the zombie flesh eaters that was one of the times where it was successful. Yes. Uh, but then there's this. Yes. Uh, Titanic. The legend goes on. Released in two thousand.
1: So Titanic number one, uh, the legend goes on is a terrible insult. Uh, firstly, it's not a legend. It's an actual thing that really happened. It's a great tragedy, so no one would want it to go on. Um, and the fact that they've used the words goes on is clearly a reference to Celine Dion's smash hit My Heart Will Go On from James Cameron's Titanic in 1997. Um, the many other phrases they could have used. The legend continues. Uh, would probably have been preferable. um. But no, Goes On is what they chose. And Legend is a great insult to
0: those people that do Oh, don't. was it not a uh, reference to Holding Me by Liz Calloway? No,
1: no. So what you'll see is that um, they also tried to create a smash hit single for this version <laughs> of Titanic. This one is called Holding Me. Um, and it's probably the best thing about the film. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> that <a> push. Until, <laughs> until you hear it for the 16th time and then you get a bit fed up of it.
0: <laughs> this has got a reputation, hasn't it? Um,
1: yes, yes. So
0: it's, yeah. it's directed by Kim Locks and Camillo Tatey. Uh, I don't know the budget or how much it made. I'm going to assume nothing is obviously straight. Well, actually, no. You know, the, the bizarre thing is, this actually had a theatrical release. Wow. Uh, it was in production for three years. I call bullshit on that because Titanic was released in nineteen ninety nine, and this is definitely a a quick. Titanic was ninety seven. Was it ninety seven? Yeah, Titanic. I thought it was ninety nine. No, Titanic was ninety seven. I'm sure. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, It was released to theaters on September fifteenth, two thousand, in its native Italy. Received a DVD premiere in Canada uh, the following July, and the uh, the VHS titled Titanic, the animated movie, released in uh, in in Canada. And the DVD went out of print. Uh, but it's been re-released in the United Kingdom by Third Millennium Distributors. Uh, a distribution company that will, frankly, release anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> a little bit of context is how we became aware of this film. It's it's highly
1: regarded as one of the worst yeah, films in it's, it's on the,
0: the bottom list on 9DB, yeah, I believe. Pretty
1: much, in terms of animated films, it's pretty much... Seen as the worst of the worst. Uh, There are actually two other Titanic animated films that are um, hated as well. Um, But this is the one that I was more aware of. Um, Me and Gary at Christmas time, we buy each other as a gift five cheapo DVDs. They're usually 50 pence or, or this year it was a pound, wasn't it? And our basically the job is to buy the biggest trashy pile of films we can Find the shittest films at the cheapest price And give them to each other as a gift So what I purchased for Gary was And he was a very lucky boy Because for 50 pence I got four films This film was included in that Uh, And this is really the main reason why I bought it, it was for this film. Uh, But you also had some random Steve Gutenberg soccer film, A Kid Called Danger, and... uh, Gulliver's Travels. Richard Harris's Gulliver's Travels. So it was advertised as a uh, four-feature family fun DVD set. Um... And the DVDs are two-sided, aren't they?
0: <laughs> if you sit your kids down to watch this film, then I have no problem telling you, you're a fucking terrible parent. Terrible parent. If you sit them down to watch this glorified, happy animated version of of an event that cost the life of over a thousand people, you, you need seriously get yourself sorted. This is ridiculous.
1: But also, the disrespect to the... Victims of the Titanic disaster. Um, Aside, it's really, it's actually really poorly made and conceived film as well. It looks like crap. Um, A lot of it is quite nonsensical. It's got more characters than Infinity War. (laughs) And for what is a 70 minute film, it's fucking confusing with all these both (laughs) animal and human characters.
0: Um, yeah. Would you say this is more or less disrespectful than haunting the Sharon Tate? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say more. I would say more in the it, more
1: in the sense that it was never they never tried to be respectful. <laughs> they it's it's a cheap cash in <laughs> on a disaster um, with the Sharon Tate. Uh, film, I I feel like it is very disrespectful, but I feel like they thought they were being respectful, and they think they thought they were doing something Plus, or saying
0: something. In the Haunting of Sharon Tate, it's a horror film it's meant to make these events look horrific. Yeah. This tries to make it as just a throwaway happy family film. Yeah, exactly. It literally ends with someone saying. We hope everyone lived happily ever after. Well, no, they never they fucking died. But they were a horrible to a, death.
1: They refer to at least one character dying, and there were plenty of other characters yeah. from the film uh, that are slightly touched upon that we just assume died. Yeah. Um and this is this is an animated family film. Like you shouldn't have anybody dying. So So it should <laughs> never have been about the Titanic disaster?
0: There are there are two English versions uh, done with the same cast. An uncut dub and a drastically cut and re-edited dub, which features an altered plot along with different songs and dialogue. Which is the version we watched. Yes. Entire scenes were edited in different sequences, and others have been removed, reused, or placed uh, before other scenes. Additional dialogue and various one-liners were added into originally silent scenes, along with new music scores and wacky cartoon sound effects. Whilst the uncut version is 82 minutes long, this version was shortened to 58 minutes plus 12 minutes of credits showing some deleted scenes, bringing the runtime to 70 minutes. It's, that's no joke. It is literally 12 minutes of credits that plays the entire soundtrack with the Holding Me song played twice. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The edited version starts in media rest with the Titanic sinking, tells the rest of the story in flashback, and doesn't give an explanation for why Angelica has been abandoned by her parents. It also features a different music score by Matt McGuire and three songs which are not featured in the original version Holding Me, Party Time, and Mucho Gusto.
1: So, we haven't seen this original version. I I don't know where it is or how to get hold of it. I don't particularly want to get (laughs) hold of it now. Um, but it's really weird that they. There seems to be two completely different versions of yeah. this film. They're saying, you know, it's much longer, less credits, three songs, you know, one of these songs is played throughout the film <laughs> that were never in the original. You know, one of the songs, well, no, all of them are sung by characters.
0: We need to do a petition online to release the, uh, the locks <laughs> and the curtain. T- <laughs> um, so some um, uh, was Roger Ebert dead by this point because
1: I don't no he wasn't I'm,
0: I'm surprised he had nothing to say about this the film was described by Linda Marie Caldo of uh, author of the Titanic on film uh, Myth vs Truth as being a failed Disney imitation that excels in bad taste correct Christopher Campbell of IndieWire wrote that the film was inappropriate for children and that it's so terribly written and drawn out that it's offensive to the Titanic's memory. Yes. Scream rant included it on a list of the 12 worst animated films of all time and Total Film named it as the worst movie ever made uh, after it topped a list of 66 worst films in 2012.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it it's I was questioning whether we should rewatch or, or watch the Titan- uh, the James Cameron Titanic film, um, because I assumed this would be a rehash of that plot, and we could use it for comparison. We're aware of the film. We're it, aware it is. Of it's it, been many years since we either of us have watched it. Um, but actually, what I found was that so many of the characters. Uh, were complete ripoffs yeah. of Disney characters. Yeah.
0: It's got the, the basic structure of uh, the James Cameron film, but it, it is definitely trying to be a Disney film. Yeah. Uh, the, and the spin-offs are called The Legend of the Titanic and In Search of the Titanic. Uh, uh, I think those ones actually have people singing and dancing under the sea. After it crashes. Oh, my God. If I remember right. We'll we'll have to uh, seek him out one day. Yeah. Uh, A Cinderella meets a Prince Charming on the ill-fated Titanic. Along for the ride are a rapping dog, other talking animals, and an assortment of wacky humans, most of which die. Uh, We open with the the credits, which are clearly made on Microsoft Movie Maker. Um, (laughs) It's introduced as a Titanic cartoons production. Uh, We actually... They actually have a production company
1: <laughs> just for these... I don't know if they thought this was going to be a great who success. Who greenlit this? Who, who the fuck let this happen? There's going to be a series of films or a TV series or... Oh, my God.
0: It's strange. How, how did anyone let this happen? I, I
1: don't know. I, I really don't. It, it does... It, it, it baffles the mind that anyone would have read this script and be like, yeah, that sounds great.
0: Let's go. <laughs> you know? Uh, we start with people on rowing boats whilst the Titanic is sinking. um with loads of people screaming and dying. Um, yeah, there is like screams in the background. Yeah, it, it's, it's honestly the most depressing opening to an animated film I've ever seen. <laughs> um, people are drowning in the sea, screaming some more... Uh, the ship collapses and an old lady looks like she's laughing at it. Um, she did look like she was laughing. Whilst the dogs cry. Um,
1: yeah. And we um, find
0: out this because their owner's on
1: there still singing a fucking song. Exactly. So you have this, so it's made to look like a rowboat, you know, a, a lifeboat, essentially. Um, later on in the film, it's, re- you know, constantly referred to as being cramped, full, you know, not big enough to take everyone. But. <laughs> There's loads of space in this, <laughs> the beginning, like no one's actually kind of sat next to each other, and it's like loads of space in the middle. Um, Angelica is for some reason rowing the boat with a young child next to her, whilst um, one of the I want to say sailors, would you say sailor?
0: Yeah, I'd put one him at of the, the ship's crew. Yeah, I put him at the end as the captain of this of the lifeboat.
1: Yeah, so one of the ship's crew is behind them, not rowing. So they've got a young child and Angelica, <laughs> you know, a young woman rowing the boat for everyone. And then any ones that are rowing the boat, um, Angelica looks... Um, she looks glum, but also quite angry at the same time as well. Um, the animation's terrible. Uh, the dogs are the only ones that are crying in any way. Um everyone else looks kind of (laughs) stony-faced.
0: This isn't far departed from the animation in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a compliment. Um, All of the all these uh, the characters run away to safety um, except the love interest who is still on there. Um, Which doesn't actually match up with what happens later on. No. But uh, anyway, so we we then, we then treat the flashbacks where Angelica's on a train looking sadly at a picture in a locket. Um, and her foster mother tells her to stop moping. She's never going to find her precious mother. Uh, and then the two ugly sisters uh, say, Your precious mother.
1: Yeah, so these are clearly a rip-off of Cinderella. <laughs> um, so Angelica is Cinderella... Um, you've got the evil stepmother, in this case, foster mother, um because Angelica's lost both of her parents her mother and father um, somehow, yeah. somehow it's never explained um, but and then you've got the two ugly sisters, so quite quite you know cut and paste um, characters from Cinderella.
0: Yeah, and Angelica informs her that she is wrong and she will find her mother and her father too. But her father's completely forgotten about. Her. She does not give a shit about it. He is
1: actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the only reference again uh, to the to the father. He's never sort of that that part of it's never resolved.
0: Also the voice acting is fucking horrendous.
1: <laughs> it is. It is and it looks like nothing matches up when they're talking. <laughs> so I don't know if with this cut as well there's different dialogue, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't match what they're saying, but it's really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, we again get some flying seagulls, lead us to the Titanic being boarded. Yes. Um, and we see two geese wearing little bonnets. They, get they on. look really sad. They do. but So what we've got is that at the top is all the humans boarding, and then there's a little bit right at the bottom where all the animals are boarding. Um, so we see two geese. Don't we wear yeah bonnets?
0: Yeah, Cruella Deville type character gets out of a car and stands on one of the guys carrying her bags for her. Yeah. And they're very northern. They're called Kirk and Dirk. And they say, Why'd you put up with it? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like it, they're saying it in sync with each other. She says, You will be busy in this tub. And it,
1: again, this is the cut and paste. Um, Cruella Deville. You yeah. know. Cruella DeVille and her two um male sidekicks, you know, in this film they're called Kirk and Dirk. Uh but they are very Northern in this film. <laughs> very Northern. Yeah,
0: um Uh the the, the budget Cruella, she pushes uh, Angelica's foster mother and the evil sisters out of the way and Angelica drops the bags and her locket and then she's called useless. Yeah. Oh, you fucking useless bitch! What are you doing?
1: So she drops this necklace, which she, I'm assuming is taken directly from James Cameron's Titanic, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> with the necklace, and it goes flying, and she loses it, and yeah, she uh she meets a mouse, don't she? Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're, they're
0: carrying the luggage on board. <laughs> yeah, carrying
1: carry the luggage on board. She meets a mouse, and the mouse is scared of her to begin with. When she, you know, she's picking up the boxes. Um, but she asks its name, but no reply, and no. It just sort of goes off. Yeah, and then talking to random mice.
0: Are introduced to um, Gaston. Uh, even in an animated film, we've still managed to get someone with a moustache. Yes. Um, he he's got a he's got a fancy moustache, and he's French, uh, of course. I think Gaston here yeah, they're literally trying to uh, do Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. And he bumps into the singer. Um who, who looks like an absolute slave queen by all means. She she's wearing this really sexy dress, yeah, she's got her earrings on, she looks great. For a family film The <laughs> tits
1: are hanging out. They are, essentially. <laughs> so um a lot of the women in this film fit into two categories tiny waist but huge breasts or you know, a larger lady still with huge breasts. So it has to be fat shamed at least once. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, every woman that's overweight has to be fat shamed. Um, but this woman in particular, I've got, the sultry singer, I called her. Yeah. Um, she, her sort of dress straps are down below her shoulders and her cleavage is humongous. yeah. It's, it looks like she's about to fall out of the dress. And she wears this dress throughout the whole film, doesn't she? She does. She, she wears it throughout the whole film. She dies in it. <laughs> she dies in it as well. Um, but it's... <laughs> the thing is, she's wearing this dress with a very clear space for a necklace. <laughs> which comes into play during the film. But at no point before she gets given a necklace, is she wearing any jewelry? No. And only a woman like that, she would she would know to wear a little bit of jewelry yeah. if she's gonna have her top cut so low, so it just looks really bare, uh-huh. and it kind of it kind of looks like they are just about
0: to fall out. Whenever. Yeah, and this is a children's film. And Gaston's like, what a beauty, what a face, what a divine figure. <laughs> yeah, he's a gigantic
1: caricature of French men, um, mustache. Sh awful accent um and just yeah the way he looks um the way he acts you know is
0: is just a huge caricature very insulting to French men. yeah her dogs growl at him and he finds the uh, the locket and uh, starts biting it.
1: yeah, yeah so um she has two Dalmatians of course she's got two Dalmatians. <laughs> this is a Disney ripoff. you've got to have Dalmatians. Um, Yeah, he finds the locket, gives it a bite to make sure it's real, and keeps it for himself.
0: Yeah. Uh, Master William offers to help his nan onto the ship with her luggage. I love how
1: he's called Master William. It it, it it has to be a Prince William thing, hasn't it? This has got to be Prince William. That's why they've called him William. (laughs) He's British and he's posh. So he must be Prince William.
0: The uh, the mice and other animals are still carrying their luggage on. A stereotypical Mexican mice band uh, have just been on tour, and one of them informs a magpie that he plays wicked bongos.
1: Yeah. So, again, oh my god! It's like they've just been like, okay, uh, what what cartoons have we watched? <laughs> So, uh, A Mexican Mice, yes, Speedy Gonzalez, perfect. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh um, was it American Tail did well? The, res- the Rescuers. The rescue, oh, just like those, yeah, Rescuers as well, with the, the big um, magpie. Um, but it's like, so what cartoons have done really well? <laughs> Let's just mash them all up together, but
0: in a Titanic film. <laughs> uh, Detective Bradbury. Also has a moustache. He's discussing uh, Mrs. Vanderplunk's jewels, and uh, and him and the captain are having a chat with her, and uh, he thinks there are thieves on board.
1: Yeah, so he's dressed like Sherlock. He's Holmes. a Sherlock Holmes type. <laughs> he is the last one on the boat. He runs. He's like, oh, let me on, let me on, let me on. Sort of has to leap onto the boat. Yeah, and uh, he's telling Mrs. Vander. Plunk, who's uh, introduced to him as a woman of American high society, and she's worried about her jewels, so she d- she tells this to Detective Bradbury, and uh, he tells her that he is undercover, looking for jewel thieves. Uh, even though the captain recognized him straight away and introduced him as Detective Bradbury, <laughs> um, and as he boarded, he he said that he deliberately boarded late. So no, no one would notice him. <laughs> Even though as he was boarding, he kept shouting, let me on, let me on, and did a big leap. Um, and the captain recognised him straight away. And you yeah. like, oh, you know, telling Mrs. Bradbury straight away. And Mrs. Bradbury could be worried about her jewels because she's
0: the fucking jewel thief. Well, she's Mrs. Vanderplank. Oh, whatever, um, Mrs. Vanderplank, whatever. The epic happens at 100 miles per hour, and then by the time you know it... um. Someone on the ship's like off oh, lads and then they uh they the ship goes
1: off. Well that's the thing, we're seven minutes into the film at this point, and I, I made a point of stopping and saying, Okay, we're seven minutes. And we've been introduced to what must be like twenty, twenty-five characters, <coughs> including animals, and that's not even all of it by the end, but within this short amount of time in a fairly short film... Mm-hmm. You know, 70 minutes is short for a film. We've been introduced to so many characters. Yeah. I couldn't keep up.
0: Yeah, everyone waves goodbye to these people on the ship that will lead to their deaths. Yes. <laughs> well, they were a happy goodbye. They're,
1: they're, um, shoveling in the... Um, coal. The coal. There's loads of staff. Loads <laughs> of staff on this boat that we don't see from again. So, you know, the assumption is that they never made it. Um, and one of them's like, we're off, lads. <laughs> Every English person is either really posh or got a really broad northern accent. There's no
0: in between. The evil sisters are fucking fuming because Angelica has ruined one of their favorite dresses.
1: Yeah, I don't know how. Like, it's got holes in the... Two of the Both of them have holes in their favourite yeah. dresses. But it's never been really explained. No. Like, you didn't pack these properly.
0: Pack? Like, how do you... Oh, hang on a minute. Those exact same dresses later on, the, uh, the mice used to get into the wardrobe. Do you think that's just bad editing? Do you think that scene should have been before this?
1: Oh, uh, you think that the mice have created the holes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that was because obviously it's a bit out of order, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because I don't know how not packing uh, a dress properly is going to get holes into it. No, you know, it's going to be it's going to be creased, but the holes are going to come from
0: somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Angelica's foster mother demands a guy who looks like Chucky um to bring Angelica from third class for her oh my god he looks so scary <laughs> he is terrifying. It's terrifying um, but yeah there's a
1: lot of references to this third class yeah they make
0: a point she's got to be in third class it's not
1: uh, and I don't know if this was real or the, like true to the Titanic itself I just thought you would have upper class and lower class. Rather than first, second, and third. No, you don't see anyone who's from second class. No. So I don't know why this third class is, is there. But yeah, Angelica's in third class. Yeah, she's whereas, brought to them. Whereas uh, her foster mother and ugly sisters yeah. are, I'm assuming, in first class.
0: Yeah, so she's brought up to them, and they're like, You didn't pack our clothes properly, you clumsy bitch! <laughs> You're and uh, then they threw a china cup on the floor, like, Clean it up now, you cunt! And, <laughs> and they tell her she can't come to the dance because she has nothing to wear.
1: Yeah, yeah, so then she goes back down into third class to get the dresses. Uh,
0: fixed. She meets Angela Lansbury down she there. She meets
1: yeah. So her roommates down there are uh, an old lady and her two children
0: who looks exactly like Angela Lansbury. Can we just get it out there? She, look, she looks she
1: like an, she looks like Angela Lansbury. In in com- company of wolves. In company of wolves. <laughs> um, and so they're her roommates. I don't know if it's a grandkids or a kids or or whatnot. Um, but Angelica's... <laughs> The thing is, they have this Cinderella story for her where she's really mistreated by her foster mother and her, the evil stepsisters or whatever. Um, But she doesn't actually react to any of this. So she's down there and she's, you know, um, cracking on with the the dresses, having a look at them and uh, the room and Angela... I'm just calling call Angela, fuck it. Angela's like, uh, why are you so upset? And she's more upset about the locket. <laughs> she doesn't actually mention her mistreatment. She's just, I don't know, she's just kind of like, yeah, okay, she doesn't it's give a normal. Shit. Um, she sees the mouse again, doesn't she? Uh-huh. Um, and it's a French mouse. So we have really well-dressed French mice. And then we have one really random mouse that doesn't really do much but pops up every now and again. Yeah. I don't know how, it just And the other mouse is how I sort of refer to him. And then we have the three Mexican mice. So she sees the young French mouse and uh, offers him some bread, which he takes. Um, and then the young mouse goes back to his parents. Uh, who are like really well dressed for mice, mm-hmm. uh, and tells them about Angelica's not being able to go to the party and about her locket being missing. Yeah. Um, and he kind of wonders if she can go to their party because they're planning a party for later as well. Um, but this nosy fucking mouse has been listening in on the conversation. <laughs> and got an all little juicy gossip on Angelica. I
0: thought they were going to steal something from her at this point. When when he was telling them all this, it sounded yeah. like they were planning something. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I should have just said this at the start of the episode cuz there's a lot of bizarre series of events here, but in a bizarre series of events. Um a, a cat who later called, learners called Jeffrey, the cat. Um he, him and a dog with a pearl necklace called Tiger. Tries to eat the uh, the French mouse kid, and uh, he's saved by a dog. Yeah, a dog. A sky. Is is he a scotty dog. He's a, a rapping dog. dog yeah, and that's he what he is. Yeah. Yeah. And the mouse says, "If it weren't for you, I would now be in someone else's digestion." Yeah. yeah. And then the dog starts it's rapping at him.
1: Else's so, yeah.
0: The dog just starts randomly rapping, he puts on a vest, um, yeah. some a vest says T, um, shorts, trainers and a backwards baseball cap, and starts rapping about how it's party time whilst the animals dance, and the chefs start chasing the animals around for trying to steal food.
1: Yeah, um, so this, I, I don't know if anyone's familiar with um, the invention of hip hop music, but um, but there were studies, and it, it is actually true to life, that on the Titanic, a rapping dog of invented pop course, of course. music. That's where they got it from. Uh, like, how many years? Like, 60 years? 60-plus <clears throat> years before it became well-known in the mainstream. <laughs> like, fucking hell. You know, and it is proper... The look, it was, it's weird, because the look of the dog, I thought, was they were going for an old dog um but then it just started rapping out of nowhere about <laughs> it being pie time I'm like,
0: what? yeah the mexican mice are playing the their instruments is this the, the mexican mice band are playing their instruments in a song that clearly does not include those instruments no
1: yeah that's very true and then and then all the boxes behind the dog as he's rapping have new
0: york stickers yeah on he's them. always in the street at some point it looks he's, like that paul obdul yeah, right. music video who is it with
1: Oh, my God. Opposites attract. Yes, yeah, that's with, um, exactly what it's trying to be. Oh, Paula Abdul and... Uh, oh, my God. It'll come to me by the end. Something cat.
0: Mm. That's, yeah, that's definitely what they're going for. Yeah. Sca- Is it scat cat? Maybe.
1: Might be scat cat.
0: Um, meanwhile, Budget Cruella continues to abuse Kirk and Dirk, traps all in their hands in, the, in her purse and shouts in their face about how useless they are. Uh, whilst the pearl necklace dog uh, we realise has belonged to her. So the tiger is her dog.
1: Yeah, which everyone... It's a running joke, and I didn't really get it down because it, it it just kind of annoyed me. But the running joke is that it's a chihuahua and
0: everybody thinks it looks like a bat. That's the running joke through the film. Oh, you you know later on then when you thought that was um, the in joke. I I swear that was uh, the the cat's owner saying that the cat looked like a bat.
1: No, that the dog
0: looks like a bat. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, Kirk and Dirk, they're they're jewel thieves, and uh, they're going around trying to break into rooms when another dog circles them and traps them up with his lead, and the dog says, "We've done it again," and shakes his head. <laughs> it is. Um... It
1: is MC Scat Cat, by the Thank way, you. MC Scat Cat.
0: Th- this <clears throat> dog is basically a cock trap.
1: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. So Kirk and Dirk are trying to go around stealing. Um, and this this dog, uh, which looks like uh, oh, King Charles Spaniel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we've got a little Lady in the Tramp reference there, little King Charles Spaniel, um, trips them in the lead. So, I assumed that the dog knew what they were up to, but then <laughs> it turns out that this one, and she's a, a larger woman, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, from Texas, I assume she's got a very strong Texan accent, as does the dog. Um, he trips up random men so that she can um chat them up, yeah. essentially. and so but she's not she's not convinced by Kirk and Dirk. And she calls them bums. Yeah. Um, she's a bit disappointed in the dog choosing the wrong man. <laughs>
0: William's uh, Williams nanny try, uh, tells William to relax a bit, but then starts worrying about her daughter. I wonder who her daughter is. So, this is
1: really confusing. Let's get this out there now. Yeah. William calls the, the, the older woman who's with him. Nanny. Yeah, it's his nan. It's his nan. So, uh, we in the UK here, I mean, I called my grandmother Nanny. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So, I don't know if there's an issue with translation, but it comes up later that we we are confused as to who this woman is to him. Because I have her down as his grandmother. Because... In in the UK, I, I you know... He's a British character. ...on many occasions called my grandmother nanny.
0: Well, he's a British character. There's no reason as to why we'd think that exactly. in his name.
1: But it might be a weird <laughs> Italian-to-English translation. But we'll get on to that later. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Gaston dresses up nice and goes out on pussy patrol.
1: Yeah, so Gaston, who I believed to be William's butler, but doesn't actually do anything to help William at any point... <laughs> Um, I thought he was the butler. He goes for a stroll on the deck and flirts with um The s- singer. Sultry singer lady. Uh, who her two Dalmatians aren't sold on Gas Oh do all. you think she'll
0: go for it or not? Oh, yeah. She know, can't no. be
1: that dumb to fall for his charms. Uh then the rapping dog, um MC Scog Dog, uh, joins them and as does the Texan dog, the Texan um Cock Trap. Cock trap. Um, and the rapping dog warns them that the the cat and chihuahua uh, are about and they're mean because they because the cat tried to eat a mouse. Yeah. Um. But oh, and also, t- <laughs> and the Texan dog says uh, he'll you know keep an eye out for them. But this is where he explains. Oh, I'm gonna be quite busy, <laughs> trapping <laughs> men for my owner. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because he still needs to get his owner a man. <laughs> um, sorry. So what is this in this fucking children's film? How a child, how is a child sat there? You know, a four, five, six-year-old gonna sit there watching this animated film and understand any of this? Kids give
0: a to say, oh yeah, I hope she gets a dick in the end.
1: Yeah, or, 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 but what I assume is that she's a, a, actually quite poor, and she's trying to bag herself a rich man, <laughs> which is why she didn't go for Turk uh, Kirk and Dirk, because they're bums, because they don't look rich.
0: Yeah, um, a guy in a turk runs into, um, I, I believe it's his girlfriend, or his, his wife, with, with the fake jewellery.
1: No, that's the Texan lady. Oh, is that
0: her? So the dog trips. Up oh, okay, now I get it. An old man in yeah. a tuxedo, yeah.
1: and he's got, he's got a tuxedo on and a monocle. He trips him up. He falls into the Texan lady, the lady that with fake jewelry, make sense and they hit it off. Yeah. Because tux man thinks that she's rich because of her fake jewelry. Yeah. And she thinks he's rich. Because he's wearing a tuxedo with a monocle.
0: And he says, "Oh, I say. As he stares at her tits.
1: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, his hand goes almost on at one (laughs) point as well.
0: Kirk and Dirk are still thieving. Uh, They actually make their way into someone's room and find some jewellery, but someone comes in and uh, one of them says, You take the mutt. Leave the old bat to me. Yeah. Um, And a fight ensues. Next minute... Uh Budget Cruella and Tiger the Dog both have black eyes. They were just beaten up by Kirk and Dirk. So Kirk
1: and Dirk managed to break into their own room,
0: or, or at least
1: Cruella's room, and because every single old lady in this film has a dog, mistakes <laughs> them for you know, any of the other many old ladies. Yeah. Uh man beat them up for some you know. Because would they beating up the other ones? Uh, <laughs> if it was any of the other old ladies, would they have beaten them up? And, uh, yeah. Uh, beat up the dog, too. And give the dog a black eye. Yeah. Poor dog. And this dog doesn't really actually do much in the film. It seems to be guilty by association, mainly. Um, and gets a black eye for it. It's a poor yep. dog.
0: Angelica and William run into each other for the first time in the hallway. And uh, William picks up the evil sister's dress... And really tries to be romantic here. Picks up this dress that's clearly um, way too big yeah. for Angelica. Five sizes <laughs> are too big. And says to her, "I bet you look ravishing in this." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, it's not mine. Fuck off!" And then snatches it back from him. Uh, they touch hands, and they don't touch hands though. This is weird. That
1: his hand goes on hers. But not in like a helpful way. <laughs> and then he starts rubbing her hands. He
0: it's fucking creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, so she carries the washing basket away. Uh whilst the animals are planning who's going to eat what and assigns tasks to each other.
1: But it's there are romantic leads in this film. And this is their first meeting, mm-hmm. and it's really awkward yeah. and quite creepy. They don't say goodbye to each other. They don't say hello, really. All he says is, you'd look ravishing in this. <laughs> she She's kind of annoyed by the suggestion and just awkwardly walks off <laughs> after having her hand rubbed. It, if anything, this is creepier than anything Gaston did. Yeah. You know, he was just he was just a bit lecherous. I mean, this guy's, like, rubbing her
0: hand. <laughs> Yeah, so they, um, the the animals are planning who's going to eat what, and they sign tasks to each other. And uh, the rapping dog says, "Keep your uh, keep an eye out for uh, a locket. It belongs to a very sweet person who was kind to animals."
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> she gave a mouse a little bit of bread, and said hello and asked it what's its name, <laughs> and therefore she's a very sweet person that's <laughs> kind to animals. Please find her locket. Uh, a mouse who sounds like Goofy. So this is the random mouse I'm yeah. talking about. This is the only thing that the mouse really does in the film. Yeah. Uh,
0: he explores a ship and gets into the kitchen to steal some food. He causes a chef to have two eggs land on his eyes. That would be dangerous, be, surely. Yeah. And beautiful. before setting him on fire, and to save him, his colleague throws whiskey on him, and he is just it goes even worse yeah. in flames. For comedic effect. For comedic effect,
1: and that—that's it.
0: And I'm not really
1: sure what the mouse was it, trying to do. Is get food nowhere. for the party. I mean, this was. I mean, I don't. You know. I, I don't want to make assumptions, but if Disney had watched this <laughs> film, clearly this is the premise for Ratatouille. Oh, obviously. Um, and also, the, the the chef is a French caricature. Of course. that like, you've got caricatures of every sort of French person, uh, really,
0: haven't you, in the film? Yeah. <laughs> so, William goes to the evil sisters and uh, Angelica's foster mum, and asks if they know Angelica, and they try to drag him into the room. Yeah. But so, he doesn't want to know.
1: But he doesn't want to know. It's only Angelica he has eyes for, even yeah. though the uh, ugly sisters are after him, uh, because he's Prince Charming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes... To back to his room and says, "Oh nanny, I must be going a bit
0: soft in the head." <laughs> yeah, it talks about how fit Angelica is. To Essentially, uh, they've
1: only really just met, and he's a bit obsessed with her.
0: But whilst he's doing this, Angelica's telling Angela uh, yes. that she thinks that he's a dick because he examined the dress.
1: Yeah, so uh, she's a bit annoyed that he was examining the dress to see
0: if it's my size. But then she immediately changes her attitude, and she's like, Oh, I'd love to have kids with him, but I don't want to rush things. Well,
1: (laughs) Angela's like, um, well, now these days, men are much uh, less timid with with ladies. (laughs) Back in my day, they were much more uh, gentlemanly. (laughs) Cause um, yeah, Angelica thought he was a little forward, which he fucking was. You know, <laughs> you've only just met him, he's fondling your hand. Um, but yeah, she's like, "Well, I, I would want children one day." <laughs> like, uh,
0: it's like what? you've you really just met you do, him? You don't even know each other's
1: names.
0: You've only really just met him and you already wanted to come inside you. So a kid cries oh, because a kid cries because she lost a ball. And William, being the nice guy that he is, throws the ball back up to her. And uh, then he goes and bugs Angela. And he's like, excuse me, madame. You were talking to a young lady. Where can I find her? She's like, Well, oh, she goes out and walks every now and then. Now I'm going inside because it's cold. And William's like, are you fucking kidding me? I just want to find her. It's yeah. fuming. <laughs> the weird thing is this
1: girl is crying <laughs> and screaming. My ball, my ball, my ball. <laughs> And William's like, oh, I'll get your ball. And it it's literally he just walks down the stairs, <laughs> grabs the ball and throws it back up. Like this girl could have just walked down the stairs. The ball was there. It wasn't like it went overboard. It was it was just there. She just
0: she could have just went and grabbed it. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh the model uh the model singer, her guard tells her off for getting familiar with the guests. And she tells him that she's a strong, independent woman who can fuck whoever she wants.
1: Exactly. And then at lunch, Gaston gives gives her the necklace that yes. he found. This is where we
0: find out she's a singer. This is
1: where she, we find out she, yeah. He's like, have lunch with me, but I need to perform. She's like, well, <laughs> have this necklace. So she's wearing this necklace. Perfectly placed. Perfectly placed. It suits her outfit. <laughs> dead on. You know, re- really great look for her. And she gets up and starts singing. Yes, yeah, But she
0: ho- sings, she sings "Holding Me." <laughs> and at this point, Chris is a bit upset. Cause we don't get the full version of the song, and he thought that was it. Up what? Set. Upset. That's not set. He said upset. <laughs> No, I said upset. Upset.
1: Listen to it back and you'll realise what it sounded like.
0: Well, we get an up-sexy moment <laughs> yeah. um, because Angela, uh, not Angela, Angela <laughs> it would have be been funny if Angela did end up with William. That would, I would appreciate <laughs> that. Angelica and William have a, an intimate dance together um, while she tells him that she thought he'd be upstairs listening to that wonderful singer.
1: Yeah, well, he's only just started singing Actually. <laughs> like... I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do. It. Are you ready? Yeah. Hold me. Never let me go. <laughs> For the majority of the film, it's the only part she sings. <laughs> Even when she's dying. <laughs> Even when she's dying.
0: They have a, they have this intimate dance, and and Angelica can't think why um, why William would want her when he's surrounded by all these women. We've not seen him surrounded by any women for No film. women.
1: No women whatsoever. And uh, he says, The best part of the trip to America is meeting you. <laughs> what? This is way too, way
0: too quick. Way too quick. He's giving away. kids the wrong impression of our relationships. Yeah,
1: like, they're in love already. and They've only just met. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so she tells him her name. And uh, he's like, Will you be at the reception tonight? and uh, she just completely ignores him and walks away.
1: Yeah, can't yeah. Yeah, so they finally know each other's names. They're yeah. falling in love. Uh because you kind of have to fall in love quickly in a 70 minute film with <laughs> 50 plus characters. Uh,
0: Angelica talks to Angela about him and uh Angela claims that he saved the kid from the handrail. No he didn't. He's so weird. <laughs> this, he did not save that kid. He this gave him must a fucking have been
1: ball bag something that was cut or you know <laughs> or um, <laughs> fucked up in editing because she's like, wow, he did save the child from the handrail. Wow. He gave her a he ball gave back. A ball back. That was it. He walked down some stairs and grabbed a ball.
0: That saved her life. Does she have to hold the ball to stay alive? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. So... Angela, who has also only just met Angelica... Exactly. ...gives her an old dress of hers to wear to the reception. Yes. That fits her perfectly. Um, She used to have a figure like that. Yeah. Well, I used to have a figure like that.
1: But this this was the dress I wore when my husband... I don't know if he's alive or dead... um, ...took me to the opera for the first time. The only time. (laughs) (laughs) Some sad story there, but uh, we, we ain't got long enough to go back into that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Angela speaks to the singer's guard about her locket, and uh, he tells her that she'll get it back if they find it. The singer's dog, um, the, the dogs, have realised that her new locket could be the missing one. So this is the scene I was on about earlier, where the Mouse family create a very elaborate plan... To get the uh, the wardrobe door open, see the locket's in there. Yeah. And they stretch the dress. They they attach it to a they chair. Do, yeah. Um, so this this could make sense if it was before that scene earlier on. But Jeffrey the cat tries to attack them, and the evil sisters realize that there's mice in their wardrobe and scream for a bit, and it just cuts to a new scene.
1: Yes, and the larger of the two uh, ugly sisters, uh, whenever she sees a mouse, because it happens later on in the film. Um, She gets onto some form of furniture uh, and it breaks every time because, (laughs) you know, know, she's
0: fat. That's shaming, yeah. That's hilarious. That's the humour in this film. Yeah, yeah. The magpie, the French mice and the two Dalmatians group together to get the locket back whilst the singer gets out of the shower. Still singing. So (laughs) she's singing in the shower. And then
1: she gets out. Again, this is a, a kids film. She gets out. She's got a towel around her <laughs> waist. Uh, around her waist. It's probably the most clothes she's worn. To be fair, a <laughs> um, towel sort of around her uh, her top, so covering everything, apart from her shoulders. And she's drying her hair for a very long time. Um, Completely. They could have just taken it while she was in the shower. There was no need for us to see her in a towel. Um, But she's drying her hair for a very long time, so she can't see them. Um, And then that gives the opportunity for the magpie and the mouse um, to get the locket, essentially. Which the magpie can fly... So, I don't know why the magpie just didn't grab it. I don't know why we had that whole elaborate wardrobe bullshit. Well, the magpie wants it
0: all to himself. Yeah, exactly, because that's what magpies are like. Yeah, um, but he gives it back after the French mouse kidnaps him too. Yeah, completely pointless. Yeah, there's there's
1: no. I I thought thought that was going to go on for a while. I thought that was going to go on for a while, but it's essentially. Uh, oh, this is mine now. I want to keep it. The mouse says, "No, it's not. Give it back." Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, he flies over and puts it on Angelica's, uh, around Angelica's neck, like Snow White. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Completely pointless moment with uh, the. It it just kind of makes us think that the birds and the magpies an asshole for absolutely no reason <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Angelica um, gets a little intimate with the with the uh, child mouse.
1: Oh, the the mouse enjoys the moment and takes yeah. takes his hat off and she, she gives him a
0: kiss. Yeah, and he's like, oh, uh, She gives she kisses the magpie as well, but he's not too fussed about it. Not as fussed as uh, the mouse, anyway. <laughs> and uh, when she gets the locket back, she opens it and it's like, I'm sure this is a picture of my mother. What? What? You went through all that fucking effort. <laughs> I'm even not, not
1: even sure, 100% sure, that that's actually the picture. <laughs>
0: like, what? what the fuck are you wearing someone's exactly. face around this whole time? If you're not 100% sure it's your mother. Uh, Detective Bradbury continues to go around and tell everyone who he is, even though he's undercover. Yeah,
1: so now he's dressed, uh, he's incognito, as he puts it, um, in what I believe to be Middle Eastern attire. Um, he's wearing, a, I believe, a turban on his head, and I think he's pretending to be a Middle Eastern man. Um, so he's gone into the, um, dining room, uh, for lunch or dinner or whatever, and immediately <coughs> he said, uh, he's told, this isn't third class, so I don't know if that's a bit of a racial profiling there, <laughs> what do you think?
0: I, I, oh, it absolutely is. I think, yeah. Obviously.
1: Um, which, again, you know, it's like, why is this in a kid's film? Um, but, yeah, so he's racially profiled, and he's... Um, he has to tell him, no, it's me, Detective Bradbury. I'm incognito. <laughs> so he has to, again, tell someone his true identity. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that gets him a, uh, a seat at the uh, dining table. It does,
0: and, uh, Kirk and Dirk are still planning, and, uh, one of them says, I say, let's work the, oh, sorry, I say, let's work the fat lady after all the trouble she's put us through. She deserves it. Yeah. Wait, why?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so they're referring to the, the, the Texan lady. Um, I'm not really sure what she's put them through. No! They, they tripped up on her dog's lead. That's about it, really. Which is
0: their own fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, one of the Dal- Dalmatians trips up a waiter to get soup on Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> the captain has received information that they've got... I on... guess,
1: I mean, he found a necklace and he probably should have handed it in. Yeah. So I suppose that's probably why the Dal- Dalmatians are holding a grudge. Um, but he's not like the worst character in this bit. They
0: just want to cop block him all the time. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, the captain has received information they've got an iceberg coming up, but it's nothing to worry about. Yeah.
1: Is that when there's like a really weird zoom on his face? Yeah. It's like, oh, just make sure Stockholm keeps us informed.
0: <laughs> Is it Stockholm or... of so- or- like that. Yeah,
1: I think it's Stockholm or Oslo or... I can't remember.
0: Uh, the singer tells. Which is really
1: weird because I thought it was travelling across the Atlantic. Yeah. So I don't know why Stockholm would keep them informed. But whatever.
0: The singer tells someone that her locket's been stolen. It's Gaston, isn't it? She tells Gaston. That her yeah, been and it's stolen.
1: overheard by. So this really confused me. So this is, again, a really bad editing uh, point. Is that uh, she tells Gaston that the necklace has disappeared? A man with um, light colored hair and now a black beard. Um, Towel is like, oh, so you' I can help overhearing, your locket has been, and
0: then you sneezes.
1: know, stole, stolen you what and then sneezes and then sneezes, that is, Detective Bradbury. <laughs> But I didn't realise that, because there was no point that showed him changing out of his Middle Eastern outfit, so I had no idea who that man was, um, because he's in a different disguise, but yeah. it hasn't been explained.
0: Yeah, so he sneezes because of the fur, that the single fur. Thing. Yeah,
1: fur on someone's coat.
0: William has some flashbacks of Angelica. Um, yeah. whilst... Flashbacks to their two <laughs> They've met twice. So what his
1: flashbacks essentially are is them dancing ever so slightly on the deck, <laughs> but also her carrying laundry. Yeah, every scene they've shared together so far. Yeah, that's
0: it. So the singer... Um, no, she's... Yeah, she traces to another rendition of Holding Me. She does. She we'll does. get a full song this time.
1: So the song's called Holding Me, but the lyrics are Hold Me. <laughs> So, there
0: we go. Um, William and Angelica dance in front of her, and uh, she's absolutely fuming because Angelica's wearing the locket.
1: Yeah. So, Angelica makes a big entrance to the party. She's she's looking beautiful. Um, Very much like Rose in Titanic, Uh coming down those stairs. Um, It (laughs) was weird. Earlier, when she was talking to um, Angela... She said, uh, she said, Oh, what if Angela says, Oh, they might not even recognise you in this dress. <laughs> uh, which we thought was a Cinderella moment, but it's not. She everybody, looks exactly like the same. She looks exactly <laughs> so the same. Everybody recognises her. Um I thought a Cinderella moment was coming up where no one knew who she was, but everyone knew who she was.
0: Yeah, so um we we'll get this new addition, they have their, their dance. Um And uh, after the song finishes, the singer has a rant to Gaston about the locket, and her guard tells her that Gaston stole it, and she gives Gaston a slap.
1: Yeah, so So, uh, um, William and Angelica are dancing in front of the singer, with Angelica with this locket on. Um, But the second time in this film, the singer is conveniently not looking, uh, so the first time she's drying her hair and the towels covering mm-hmm. her face, this time she just decided to sing with her eyes closed. <laughs> so they're dancing for quite a while in front of her and you're like, she's going to notice the locket in a second? No, because her eyes are closed as she's singing. She's <laughs> in the best for a performance, is it? <laughs> singing with your eyes closed for the whole time.
0: <laughs> the, uh, the... the... The jewelry woman, the Texan lady, she uh, she reveals to the guy that she met that all of her jewelry is fake, but she thinks he loves her for who he is. His face has a different story. Also, what do you mean he loves you? You've just fucking just met. Met, yeah. So
1: she, she's her jewelry's missing from her bag. So Kirk and Dirk have done what they said they were gonna do. Uh, but um, he says so. Monocle man says, "Oh, is it insured?" She like, "Oh no, they're fake, <laughs> honey, <laughs> or whatever." In a Texan accent, um, but you love me for who I am, don't you? <laughs> he he certainly does not. I'm, not, I'm assuming this is all a one day. Like you've only this is <laughs> one day that you've met. The song starts again. Song
0: Holding does... me by Liz Calloway starts again. Yes. Uh, whilst we get one of the many which happened before this point, but this one goes on for a while. This. 3D animation shot of the Titanic oh, and it, it looks shit. like a Windows it's screen screensaver it does look awful it, it looks does. so bad Angelica's been waiting all of her life for a moment like this apparently and uh, William tells her that nothing she tells him could prevent him from loving her and they kiss now that's disturbing because we know what this is about now yeah nothing that she tells him like spoiler at the fact that they're related yeah we think they're related <laughs> no no we, we know and this proves it here him saying that just really proves it that like okay so maybe even if you tell me that you're potentially my mother or my auntie uh, that won't stop me from loving you but she never actually
1: says she acts as if there's a secret like a big secret yeah. she wouldn't, she's not in on the secret she doesn't know it but it's, it's a pretty fucking but, disturbing but she, secret yeah, but she acts like there's this big secret that she's got and never actually tells him yeah um, it never comes out but we assume you know something else, uh, that they're related. Right? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Um.
0: But yeah. So Angelica, um, they they she watches, and uh, oh no, there that's Angela. So I get my names but Angela. So, Holding me plays again, uh, and the animals and Angela watch Angelica and William kissing. Yes. Um. The evil sisters and Angelica's foster mother are fuming, her to get there at once. Uh, but the French mouse kid pulls stupid faces at them and scares them off.
1: Yeah, well, essentially. So the larger of the two ugly sisters again gets on some furniture the moment she sees a mouse. That collapses underneath her humongous weight and she ends up rolling into her sister and uh, Angelica's foster mother. And yeah. that gets rid of them.
0: To, um, the, to the hilarity of everyone obviously. around. Obviously. Mexican mice band perform Mucho Gusto.
1: Yes, it's the animals party time, and we get a full length song called Mucho Gusto.
0: Yeah, with the lyrics Mucho Gustos, we're going to dance off all our dancing shoesos. Yeah. What the fuck are shoesos? It's a. Mexican wear say shoes. Mexican shoe, yeah. Uh, the other animals join in playing instruments and singing. Uh, yeah, the geese really join yeah. in,
1: don't they? Backup singer by the geese. They they really... They steal the show, if I'm being honest.
0: Um, The kid mouse offers Jeffrey and Tiger some food because they're locked up in a cage for some reason. We never see this happening.
1: No, no, they're, they're locked up in the cage for the
0: party. Yeah. Um, They offer them some food. Tiger refuses it and Jeffrey's fuming. Slams Tiger against the wall.
1: Yeah, and the, the, the ladies who own Tiger and... The, the cat and uh, never actually question where they are. They're like, yeah, they're always by their side until this unless they they asked if they could go to the party. I don't fucking know, but they're locked up in a cage for some reason.
0: Um, Kirk and Dirt bring the fake jewelry to Budget Corella and like we fixed the fat lady. Yeah, and she she inspects it it's like it's fake. <laughs> Uh, William walks Angelica to her door and reminds her that nothing will prevent him from loving her just in (laughs) case just in case she forgot
1: (laughs) so Angelica goes into her room and she's like I'm sure you're out there somewhere mother looking after me
0: (laughs) and then William talks to himself and uh, he's like oh being in love is the best Angelica must have really suffered but from now on she'll have no cares in the world I shit you not As soon as he says this, the ship approaches the iceberg like it's some kind of joke. Don't even, I know. Like, they they literally, the music and everything, is played out like it's one big joke that she's about to be involved in a a crash uh, with an iceberg.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's meant to be like dramatic irony, isn't it? Um, So, dramatic is essentially, we know something because we know the story of the Titanic. So when he says that, it's obviously ironic. Yeah. Um, But then it has to like add to that by giving us a view of the (laughs) iceberg and the approaching, and it's like, oh, really? This is quite disrespectful.
0: Two guys notice the iceberg and like, hey, oh, there's an iceberg. uh... (laughs)
1: Hello, there's an iceberg right ahead.
0: (laughs) The ship crashes into it and starts falling apart. Yeah. This is when shit goes crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, essentially. So they're trying to. in reality there was only like a few seconds between the iceberg being spotted yeah. um and them hitting the iceberg but this one they try man, they're like trying to <coughs> Deer the boat out the way and all that. And it's like, oh, it's way overdramatic.
0: The captain says to make sure everyone has a lifeboat. Angelica tells Angela to wake the children up. And Angela's like, oh, what a shame. (laughs) What?
1: It's this completely thing, completely
0: pointless moment where Angelica's,
1: I think you better wake the children. And uh, Angela's like, what a shame. (laughs) Better see what's happening first. So then they see what's happening and they go... Better wake the children. So they just wake the
0: children. Like, what's the point? What was that about? Someone tells William that they hit an iceberg, and he heads straight to third class. Third class. (laughs) Magpie saves Tiger and Jeffrey from drowning. Um, People start to escape on lifeboats, and Bridget Coelho is uh, stuck between the ship and a lifeboat, much to Kirk and Dirk's amusement as they walk across her.
1: Yeah, like a bridge. Like, this comical moment in this... You know tragic you know uh moment it's it's just it just it's jarring to have this the kirk and dirk characters clearly pretending to be women mm-hmm. to get onto the boat it's played as comedy yeah um you know that's that's it's jarring it, it doesn't sit well it doesn't fit Ah, uh, into what's now happening. Um, William's searching for Angelica, and a lot of the shots are, are, are very like taken from Titanic. Yeah. as well. Um, so th- this is very much a ripoff from now, now on of Titanic, the James Cameron film. Ah
0: uh, the Texan woman wants to sacrifice herself for uh, for the guy that she just met. Uh, and he gives a speech about how he's a failure with no future.
1: Oh my god! So yeah, so the Texan lady and Monocle man, they they're there and they're they're on the, the deck, and he said, you know, get on the lifeboat, get on, and she's she's like, no, I want to be with you, and she says, you know, I, all my jewelry's fake, you know, I'm not a rich woman like I make out to be, and he's like, oh, that doesn't matter anymore, and. Um, he was only going over to America to find a woman to help him out of bankruptcy, and they, they have this moment, this completely out of nowhere moment, um, where they both admit that they're both poor and they were just looking for a rich man. And they do die. They, they... And, and, that, and that's the last we see of them, and that that's it. That that is it. Like she doesn't get onto a lifeboat. He doesn't get onto a lifeboat. We don't catch up with them at the end, you know, with the credits where they're saying no. what happened to everyone. So as far as we're concerned, that's them dying yeah. on the boat.
0: The singer and the band has still fucking hold me whilst oh everyone's dying. She's like, never let me go. Yeah, <laughs> it's really
1: bad. Like, every so often we all this sort of dramatic... Because, you know... It's it's a well known fact they, they do that as play the violins Titanic, in Titanic exactly yeah. as the Titanic was sinking the band kept playing we understand that, you know it's dealt with in the James Cameron film um, it's quite a heartfelt poignant moment in that film and in this film it's just really weird <laughs> because the band are still playing and obviously she's the singer <laughs> but it's a bit like well actually. We've seen a lot of this character. <laughs> um, she she is a woman, you know, women and children first. Just because she's a singer, uh, it doesn't mean she needs to stand there every so often. And it puts to her every so often going, Never let me go. <laughs> really all, giving her all. She doesn't all give a shit. these <laughs> traumatic happenings are going on. She's there like, Never let me go. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck
0: is this? Angelica's on the lifeboat rowing away like the start of the film. Tiger's owner. Um, t- I mean, this is where I thought it was Tiger. so... yeah, it's not. But it's it's
1: uh,
0: confusing. It's I oh know it's Tiger. Yeah, Tiger is the dog. Tiger's the dog. Yeah, Tiger's the dog. Tiger's owner tells everyone how Tiger is helpless and look like a bat. Whilst Kirk and Dirk pull stupid faces at kids. They're still fucking about whilst everyone's dying. Oh my
1: God, yeah. And they it's, get a
0: happy ending. Really wanky.
1: Wanky. It's really, wan- uh, wanky. <laughs> it's wanky, really wanky scene. Really wanky. Really wanky. Uh, random. <laughs> Fuck's sake. This fucking film. It's done me in. Um, <laughs> completely random comedic section where they're still trying to steal from people. Yeah. Kirk and Dirk are pulling faces. Cruella start- tries to steal from... Uh, is it Angela's bag? hmm And so Angela, the, the, her kid is, is being annoying. And so she moves her and sits her on the bag and that squashes Cruella's hand. And it's like, are you serious? Why are we getting this animated slapstick shit in the middle of the story of a very real boat sinking yeah. Where 1,500 people died? Like, what is going on here? Yeah. What? What did... Did the filmmakers l- really think that Titanic, the James Cameron film, wasn't based on a real event? <laughs> Like, r- seriously, do you not understand what this story is? Why have we got this? You can have as much slapstick as you want and animated animals whilst, you know, the love story is building, but the moment this tragedy happens, show a bit of fucking respect.
0: <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Um, sing a before we're Don't, never let me go. <laughs> Angela reassures Angelica that William will be fine. William falls down the boat and into the water with a child. Um, and the Titanic sinks with the singer and many of us on board all dying. Yeah. So William gives the child to the captain. So, so the, the boat splits in half. And this yeah. is
1: taken from the James Cameron film as well, directly. Where they slide down. Yeah. They start sliding down. But in this one, it's only William and uh, this kid that's like. Uh-huh. So you don't, obviously you don't see all the other people dying. Um, but you don't actually see I mean
0: technically you do, you see the boat. <laughs> we well, see the boat
1: I mean technically you do, but you don't see it like, you know, people falling off or anything like that. You hear the screams in the background. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so William and this child slide down the boat and fall into the water. Uh he manages to get the child to safety and the guy's like, Well, there's space for you, William. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's tangled up in some rope yeah
0: pulls him under. which pulls him under and they're like oh wow i'm just leaving there
1: yeah so they, they just keep going don't, you know considering that the boats need rowing because angelica's had to row the boat um clearly not very well because they don't mm-hmm. get that far away even though it's been a while um, and um they can't stop the boat for some no. reason to help william but
0: Taking into consideration what type of film this is, the target audience is made for, and what it's based on, Mm -hmm. possibly the most bizarre series of events from any film we've discussed, William's Nan reveals that she is Angelica's mum and was forced to give her away when she was a baby, revealing, therefore, that Angelica and William are actually related. Yes. So, this... (laughs) Angelica is thrilled at this information. This is so
1: confusing for us. So, yeah, it's revealed that the woman that William calls Nanny, yeah, mm-hmm. is actually Angelica's real mother. Um, and it, it's really weird because she's a very old woman mm-hmm. and Angelica's like young, like yeah. it must be like late teens, early twenties. Um, so I don't understand how she can be William's grandmother and Angelica's mother, but had to have given away Angelica.
0: Yeah. This
1: is, I don't, maybe it's a translation
0: thing. This is, this is, there's no way around. This is terribly written. The, it's this is so absolutely poorly written. Even, okay, so let's say it's a translation thing. So you're telling me the people doing the English dub was like, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. You think they weren't like, you're gonna put incest in this kids' film? But there's no excuse to why they couldn't have changed this, yeah, or or just reworded it, yeah, just reworded it.
1: So, what I believe is that William, when he says nanny, but it's weird that he calls her nanny and not by her real name. She
0: literally says here, so Angelica's over the moon that she's found a monk, gives a big speech about it. And tells just upset about William. William's nan was like, oh, William, that tall, handsome man. Oh, yeah, I brought him up, gave him all the love and care that I would have gave you. Uh, hang on. So, so yeah, you're saying you're his nanny, and you brought him up?
1: Yeah, so nanny... Na- nanny could mean, like, um, like, babysitter? But no, they're British. Yeah, but nanny... Like Nanny is someone who brings thing. up Yeah, it's kind of an American thing. Which is where I think the translation is the issue here. I just I just I just don't know how they could write a film where the love story ends up being between a what, an, an auntie and a nephew? Yeah. Why do you
0: think they why do you think he kept saying, No matter what we find out <laughs> no matter what it is
1: I well, uh, so still hilarious. love
0: you. That's so
1: that's so fucked up.
0: Yeah. If that's true, then that's really And she Angelica finds this out and she's absolutely absolutely fine with it. Apparently. Um she she spots <laughs> she spots them with him floating on top. Angelica Angelica's a guy uh the guy who's he's rowing the lifeboat now, um, because he won't take on another person.
1: So the animators are so lazy <laughs> that we keep being told that the boat's too full, too full, cramped, cramped. But they couldn't be asked to draw it as cramped. Nah. So there's actually a lot of space on this boat, and the boat is fucking massive by the looks of it. <laughs> um, and there's loads of empty space. So, now nah, we're not letting them on this they're, boat. They're fucking will. So you will. So they go coward. over. So they see this. This um, like, <laughs> ginger man. This, on a, on yeah, so light headed man. He's on this box. He's clearly passed out, um, and so they go over. They think it's William, because it kind of it does look like William. And I, I swear, they use the same shots twice. They find him, and it's uh, actually Detective With a mustache His moustache falls off. Moustache falls it? off. Is it? Detective Bradbury. It's Detective Bradbury. Like, oh, fuck's sake. And literally, like, <laughs> it's not him. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're so disappointed. They're still bringing him on board anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a bit harsh to be Detective Bradbury. He
0: gives a, a thank you speech. Um, the chef, he escaped in one of his massive pots. Yes. Yeah, escaped um, in a
1: massive pot. So he's floating... And uh, the the mice put their differences aside. Yeah, because he offers them some food. Yeah. Yeah, he's got cheese, hasn't he? Yeah. Pot as well. So they tie a rope around him. So they tie a rope around him to help because the animals are on some sort of raft. Yeah. Which seems to be going in some sort of direction, even though they're not rowing anyway. That's uh, solved afterwards, aren't they? Because they see what appears to be sharks in the water. Again, this is a... This is the scene in the titanic a film of the titanic after it's hit the iceberg and people are dying and what we get is animals on a raft Mm -hmm. and they think they're in shark infested waters yeah yeah turns out it's not it's dolphins it's friendly dolphins that are there to help them
0: yep and they start jumping up down with some happy music playing as many
1: people die in the background. Angelica's lifeboat finds another ginger guy in a the door. <laughs> they have a shark fake-out. I'm sorry, I'm still trying to comprehend this. A shark fake-out in a film of the Titanic. As the Titanic has sunk and 1,500 people have died. <laughs> you have these animals who have managed to save themselves. You know, props to your animals. You've managed to save yourselves. You're on a raft. They have a shark fake out and it turns out it, they're dolphins and they're nice, friendly dolphins. Yep. They're there to help them.
0: But... Angelica's lifeboat finds another ginger guy in the door. <laughs> I swear it's the same shot. It's got to be the same shot. This time it is William. (laughs) They help him onto the lifeboat and the captain of the lifeboat is like, get that fucking prick off my boat now. He is, even though there's plenty of
1: space. Like, there's plenty of space. He's like lying there and they're like, oh, please survive, please survive. And he's lying on the boat. There's plenty of space for him to lie on the boat as they gather around him. Also, did you not notice how William got onto the boat? um no her- he snatched detective bradbury bob <laughs> he fucking snatched his wig <laughs> he's, he's trying to he's trying to climb on and he grabs mr bradbury's hair uh, mr uh, detective bradbury's hair and he's like no no not the hair not the hair snatches his wig off and manages to get on the boat and uh, detective bradbury tells the captain of the lifeboat uh Ah, shut the fuck up, there's space.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, Angelica and her her mother, William's nan, um, manage to wake him up, and as soon as he wakes up, he says, Hello, I told you we'd be together soon, sorry it took so long, and they have a big incestuous kiss.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) they stand up on the boat, which I don't think they should be standing up on the lifeboat, (laughs) but they do, and they have a kiss, and they... Watch the sunset in the background, don't they, as yeah. 1,500 people
0: die behind them. <laughs> and then, just when you think it's over, we get the French mouse kid, is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, where are you going? Don't you want to know how the movie ends and what happened to everybody? <laughs> Yet yeah, he all died. Yeah, no, no,
1: it's, it's... So, You think that's the end. S- sailing off into the sunset, really, you know, not cool. Um, but you get... Wait a minute, oh, I can't do a French accent, <laughs> or, or a mouse, I can't do a French mouse accent, so it's a bit Well, difficult. neither can this voice actor be, no. it
0: quickly becomes inaudible soon. So
1: it's, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, the movie isn't over yet, don't you want to, uh, don't you want to know what happened to everybody? <laughs> so then we get, like, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, you know, like the end of Predator,
0: it's, when, no, it's, it's like the end of when you watch a biopic and it's like, you find out what happened to the real-life people after. It is, it
1: is. You get that, but you usually get, like, real-life um, photos and yeah. stuff like that. But this, these are like... Um, they're on the photos. Well, they are, but I mean in the sense of they're, like, cheesy photos. It's like yeah. the end of Predator when you get those cheesy, the starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, where they all seem to be posing um, portraits. So what you get is the... uh, (laughs) The chef gave the uh, magpie and the French mice jobs in his kitchen as a thank you for saving him in New York. Uh, Detective Bradbury found the jewel thieves and uh, gave the Texan dog and the rapping dog jobs on the police force. Yeah. Um, He's now bold. He's embraced his boldness after his wig got snatched. And he's he's not too happy with the lollipop. So he's got a lollipop in his hand. He's not too happy with the lollipop because he promised that if he found the jewel thieves, he would give up smoking. <laughs> now... Uh, I'm not, I haven't been drinking. Uh, there's no, no gas leaks in the, in the flat. This is literally what it says. And so he's a bold detective with a lollipop. And you're thinking, well, what's that a reference? You know, what Disney reference? Are... No, it's a Kojak reference. Because <laughs> Kojak was a police detective in in the 70s. And he had a lollipop. He was famous for his bald head and his lollipop. What fucking child... <laughs> in the year 2000... Would get a fucking Kojak reference? <laughs> anyway... And, and also... The, so the Texan dog survived... Mm-hmm. But his owner... Died. Yeah. Uh, which isn't... They don't mention the, the Texan yeah. lady and the monocle man dying... Um, but the Texan dog did survive, because he was on the raft. The Ugly Sisters married Kirk and Dirk. Yeah, they, so he caught the Jorfies. He caught the Jorfies, and, and Kirk and Dirk were just as bad as Cruella, yeah. just as bad. They
0: did the thieving.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they were criminals. Um, but they ended up marrying the Ugly Sisters. Um, Angelica's foster mother is crying in the wedding photo, isn't she? Yeah. Um, Cruella is in jail, she's got a mugshot, which and you see a pair of eyes sort of coming up from underneath, so I'm assuming that's her cat. Um, <laughs> uh, but I thought the cat like I thought the cat was nice in the end.
0: <laughs> uh, the next bit the next bit I found completely inaudible. I, I have no idea what was said. So Gaston got a job with Mrs. Vanderplunk.
1: Um, he isn't too happy about it. Because his chauffeur, um, has to look after the kids and all that business. So in the photo, you have Vanderplank looking very happy, and Gaston with a load of kids, um, j- you crawling all around him, mm-hmm. which is fucking confusing, and it was incoherent. And then we get William and Angelica. Married with their mother nanny. So they say <laughs> mother Just nanny. Even more disturbing. The voiceover says with mother nanny there to watch, and they adopted the Dalmatians after the singer. Um, did they say perished or yeah. something like that? So like after the singer died on the time after they lost they lost uh, their. Um,
0: owner yeah on the Titanic and, and the Dalmatians are probably also siblings because they've had kids as well Much might as well throw some yeah, dog yeah they have actually
1: uh, and, they, and then the French mouse ends the narrator goes well he's hoping they all live happily ever after <laughs> but for now see you soon He's
0: hoping that they all lived happily ever after no they fucking died yeah <laughs>
1: Like, you haven't addressed so many characters in this film and their fate, so we're just left to assume (laughs) that they all died in the tragedy.
0: And this is a kids' film. And this is when we get 12 minutes of end credits, which show clips of the film intertwined with the credits and every single song from the soundtrack in full, including Holding Me twice. And that's Titanic, the legend goes on. That's
1: Titanic, the legend goes on. It's the worst animated film I've ever watched. (laughs) It's disrespectful. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why they couldn't have had a similar story to that of the Titanic. Called it something different and have everyone survive. Because no one will watch it. They won't make money. No. So they've... Made this cheap cash-in on the success of a very sincere, you know, and respectful account of the tragedy of the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And they've made a cheap cash-in animated film aimed at children that not only is insulting to... The victims of the titanic tragedy but also doesn't have the decency to even be a half decently no. made film you know you know the, the, at least the tragedy of uh sharon tate at least that had the decency to try and look like <laughs> a fucking film yeah this is awful in every
0: respect yeah it, it really is one of the worst things i've ever seen I. Like, it, it's weird thinking about it, thinking it wasn't some sort of weird dream we had, it's... <sighs> it's...
1: How, and you said it earlier, how does this get greenlit? Who thought, this is a great idea? Yeah. This is, this is amazing, yeah. Do you know, or who was writing it, and like, okay, animated, Titanic, you know, which is possible, you know, you get many adult anime, and, and search, you know, for an adult audience, animation can be for any age group. Um... But who for? Oh, story of the Titanic, great tragedy. We do the love story. We're gonna rip off James Cameron. What does this need? Oh, um, animated animals. Let Let's have animals that are able to talk. That will help.
0: <laughs> Awful.
1: Yeah. Awful.
0: It's on YouTube. I'll, I'll have posted the link. It by is now. actually. Um, it is if you it... want to watch
1: it. It's an hour and ten minutes, so it's not. It's not a huge um time constraint for you and at least you'll know what we're going on about yeah. yeah um the soundtrack i think is on youtube as well unfortunately it hasn't had a vinyl or, or cd release no
0: if if by some miracle chance you've uh, already seen uh, it anyway um. we are horrible trash over on facebook and instagram Oracle trash on twitter if you want to talk to us about it uh if you are listening on itunes don't forget to rate review and subscribe and like and nothing else I'm Dead at Gaz92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram, and GazCruise92 on Twitter.
1: I'm ChrisBanker823 on Letterboxd, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: And we'll be back next week where we will be discussing the Heather Graham and Kerriam Moss thriller, uh, Evil Never Sleeps.
1: (laughs) You've you've mentioned this a lot to me, and I haven't seen it yet, so I'm expecting a a treat. I'm expecting a great
0: time. There is a lot to discuss. (laughs) So we'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye.